here it comes. The latest people, trends, and news on sustainable living in and around our corner of the country. Down to Earth with Mrs. Green. Spotlight on the Southwest. And now, Mrs. Green. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to Down to Earth with Mrs. Green, Spotlight in the Southwest. I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, and I thank you for listening and for being a part of Mrs. Green's world. So today, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, women. And I'm going to be sharing this half hour with one of my favorite women on the planet. So let's talk about... You know, we're, and we're probably going to have too much fun. So if you're not up for too much fun, you probably don't want to listen to this stop show. Now. But okay, yeah, stop now. Let's talk about Tucson Medical Center and celebrating women's health um, with the amazing woman joining me in studio. And I mean that, Mimi Kumler. She's the chief nursing officer at Tucson Medical Center. So welcome, my friend. It's nice to have you here in studio. It's nice to be here. I know we are going to have fun and learn some things. So. Let's Let me say TMC is a great partner of ours, and I want to give them a very special thanks to Tucson Medical Center for their support of Mrs. Green's World Mission and Vision and for being such an amazing, community-owned, forward-thinking, innovative organization that is Arizona's leading medical provider in so many ways. And did I say community-owned? We are Tucson, and they are Tucson. They are committed to being a part of the community and part of creating a healthier Tucson. And the work that our guest does is just another example of that commitment. So, Mimi, let's do this. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So, who doesn't want to talk about women's health? Everybody is um, either is a woman or has a mother or a daughter or a sister. And there are scary things happening out there because of, you know, increasing cancer rates and there's lots going on and TMC is all about preventing that. So May is Women's Health Month at TMC. So you dedicated a month. Why do they spend an entire month highlighting women's health? Well, you know, we care about women's health every month and every day. Yes. But we dedicate this special time. It's our chance to bring awareness to how women can work to lead a healthier life and Um, Women have special considerations. We have childbirth. There's important things to do for breast health. And um, these are very different than the ways that men have to take care of them, uh, take care of themselves. And and women, um, women are special in so many ways. We when we have a heart attack, we have heart attacks in different ways. We do. We do. It's scary. It is. It's a deadlier. We don't get the big warning sign in many cases. Am I, is my medical history correct? <laughs> you, you are. We'll make you an honorary yes. uh, uh, healthcare provider today. Women often have back pain or arm pain or jaw pain, really atypical presentation than you, you can see in the commercial of a guy clutching his chest when he's having a heart attack. And so men and women experience heart disease in, in different ways, and it's important for women to get 
um, to get established with a primary care provider and have regular lab evaluations and screenings with their physician. And I just don't think that most people think of women of heart attacks being one of the leading cause of death among women. I don't think they do. Heart disease is high and cancer is high. So it's not just um, making sure that you have your breast exams and all of those things, but that you really contribute to having a very healthy heart and put that in your scope for health programs. Agreed? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So what kind of fun things are you be doing? Give us a couple highlights. I assume, but one should never assume, that there are going to be exciting things happening at the core, Mrs. Green being one of them. I'm presenting um, one, one Saturday, I think the 20th. So what are you doing? For we, women's health. We are doing, uh, you're hearing my papers ruffle because we're doing so many fun things. I didn't want to miss. No kidding. I didn't but let's highlight some of, of them. So we have a class um, that is at the core, a discussion on running and pregnancy to the art of slowing down. So we're, we're going the oh, whole spectrum. Oh my gosh, but I don't have time for that. You, Just you kidding. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you need to make time, Mrs. Green. No kidding. It's, that's huge. It is. It is. We're re- women are the worst at slowing down. And self-care. Yes. I can do it all. It's hard to say no. It is. Too. It's much harder to say no. So, okay, that's a good one for me. And I'm not kidding. I'm going to look up when it is. The art of slowing down. It is an art and a challenge. Yeah, yeah. My The one I'm most excited about is ways to be a mindful consumer. I love it. When, Who's doing that? <gasps> Mrs. Green is doing that presentation. What a when setup, is and we didn't practice this. We didn't. When is that presentation, Mrs. Green? Let me look it's, up. I think it's on May 20th, but people really can go to the core works, the website because it really does have a lot of information there about there's so many programs at the core provided by TMC. Yeah, we found the core is a unique location here in Tucson because wellness doesn't happen in the hospital. That's often where illness happens. And uh, so the core is a really special place where we focus on how to be healthy and uh, live well. And it is, let's just stop kidding, it is May 20th at 1015 at the core. And I've got a a nice little cadre of people that come to hear what it is. And there will be many aspects. It's all about wellness and being a mindful consumer. So check out what's going on at the core the entire month. What about um, TMC for seniors? What are you doing in that arena? TMC for Seniors is a special program, and we focus on strong bones to prevent falls. There's on That's on Thursday, May 25th, and that's specifically at the El Dorado campus, which is easy for seniors to get to and the has great parking. And I had Maya and Anne on the show to do an entire show on seniors, and it's talk about robust and vital and exciting, and I literally, Mimi... I got off the phone. You know me how manic I am. And I started calling friends that I thought would benefit from these programs. And guess what? Like my friend Cindy and her husband, he has Parkinson's. They went. She went to five classes last week. And then she and Jim went to one on Saturday on Parkinson's and really educating themselves and the caregivers. So it's really important for our aging population, whether it's us or our parents, 
many of my friends are taking care of, you know, elderly parents, and there is something out there for you to educate yourself. Alzheimer's. I mean, I could be, I am, I, I'm like the Wikipedia for what's going on for seniors at TMC. But I listen because it's that. so relevant to me in my personal life because of what my friends are facing. Um, either with their spouses or with, like I said, their parents. There's so much power in that information. There, We develop so many myths about Alzheimer's and memory loss. And what's so great about these programs for seniors, they're taught by our fabulous medical providers. So our physicians donate their time and come out, and um, they're the experts in the field. And so not only do you get to hear um, about the latest treatment and how to figure out whether you have a a little bit of typical memory loss or whether or not your loved one is experiencing this early signs and symptoms of Alzheimer's, you also have the opportunity to ask questions of a a physician, which is a, a really great and special opportunity. And I have to say... Having been in the role of caregiver with my my mother before she died, you need help too. You don't really know how to treat Alzheimer's. It's a really tough disease. It's a cruel disease. And I wish I had known about classes to help me deal better. My husband wishes he did because it's just, like I said, it's cruel. And you have to read up about it, do a lot of research to know. So I love that TMC doesn't just care about the patient, but about the caregiver, because that's that's so important, too. Being a caregiver is, is really important, and you have to pay attention to self-care, um, especially when you're caring for a loved one. You, it, you can be prone to feeling overwhelmed, um, being exhausted, needing to, and needing a ton of information. Where are the resources? What appointments should we be making? What tests should we be getting annually for um, our aging parents? And when you are in the role of caregiver, learning more about the disease or whatever the condition is is important. But then being around other people can be of great value, too. Oh, you're going through the same thing? Oh, I'm not crazy? That kind of thing really helps a lot. Sometimes it's nice to just have someone that sees you and and to know that there are other people who are walking the same path. It's so true. I mean, it is so true. So let's. there's a premier, state-of-the-art, gorgeous... Women's Center that opened in January of 2017. And, you know, you are new to this job. You're not new to TMC. I have to just bring that up. I mean, it's kind of funny. People know uh, Mimi was at the children's clinics, which I love. And now she has a very important role at TMC and is still very much a friend there of what's going on. And they're great partners. So what about the Women's Center? Is everything state of the art? It is. And what's it designed to do except make women feel special? Well, in addition to we it's designed to provide advanced women's services all in one convenient location, from gynecology to obstetrics and oncology. That's huge. It, it, Just saying that instead of having to go to three different places. Right. Yes? Right. And your care team, right? When you have an oncologic condition, it's not just one doctor that's taking care of you. There's a medical oncologist, there's a breast surgeon, there's a plastic surgeon, sometimes a gynecologist is involved. And at our women's center, all of the your care team has an opportunity to collaborate, and that's pretty special. It's the ultimate in one-stop shopping. <laughs> kind of, you're not shopping, but man. And if you have something, if let's just say there's something wrong, 
and you're being treated. It becomes even more important, if you ask me, that you don't have to run around to three different locations in the city when you're not feeling well already. And you can get access to great care in one spot. It matters. You have the team, and you have the equipment, and you have the facility. All right there. And I like to highlight the supportive, for some people who have to take time off from work, who may be hourly wage, who may be in a lower socioeconomic bracket, being able to do that might mean a much shorter time to be away from work. So there's, I always think of that benefit as a community advocate. It's not just for people that can, you know, own their own businesses or have, you know, three months paid medical leave for <laughs> whatever. It's it, it takes care of all of our population. In this day and age, we are so busy. And, and you're right. Paying attention to efficient care is important. Is this going to be a process where it's going to take months and months for everybody to collaborate and make a medical decision together and then to execute the plan of care that you've put in place? And so this type of, um, this type of center, Women's Center, allows for um, greater efficiency. And it's, it's, yeah, it's all good. So are the, is this part of the new TMC endeavors for women health, like breast health? That's not necessarily under a treatment modality, it, although it might be. And then like you said, oncology. And then I got in my show notes, laborist, and I want to know what a laborist is. Is that someone that helps you while you're in labor? I mean, I totally made that up. What is a laborist? Do you know? Is this stump the guest? You are. <laughs> you are exactly right. <clears throat> Excuse me. The laborists are special doctors who we who are in the hospital twenty four seven who help women get through labor. You're kidding. Wow. It's a medical specialty, and so they're trained obstetricians, and they partner with high-risk, that we call them MFMs, maternal fetal medicine doctors. And so in the event that your pregnancy or your labor becomes high-risk, we have higher-level consultants that our laborists uh, tap into and that begin to participate in your care if needed, or we we utilize that service in the event that you had a high-risk pregnancy to begin with. So uh, our laborist program is new and really exciting. Our laborists collaborate with many of our community obstetricians and gynecologists. I learned a new word, laborist. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that has to be that. It kind of sounds like an advocate for labor, but it's <laughs> it it's like, is this, <laughs> a, is this a union card carrying <laughs> thing? I'm a laborist. Um, but I think that's, I had no idea. Like, I was kind of being funny, but that is, I had no idea there was such a thing as a laborist. And having been in labor, that's meaningful to me. I'm not kidding. It, Whose specialty is labor, it, not the birth? Is, yeah, is I labor. see the difference. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Someone who stays at you that's really skilled at, um, you know, helping your labor progress in a healthy way. I And it, it yeah. So let's talk about breast health. It's shocking to me and surprising to me and saddening to me. The numbers and the increase in the number of women getting breast cancer younger. I mean, my research might be a little outdated, but not more than three months when I did some kind of show on this. So what do you have answers or some suggestions to women about breast health and what they should do? I know regular exams. It really matters. It can save your life. Absolutely can. So regular self-breast exams are important. And 
annual mammograms. Mammograms. I mean, it can just save your life. And who wants to go get a mammogram? Raise your hand. And there are no ra- hands raised in this room. <laughs> it's like, but do it. Just do it, damn it. Right, right. It, you, what you said is spot on. It can save your life. Early detection and early treatment result in better outcomes. It's the one thing I do not ever put off. I don't. I get the little card and I get the reminder. And in my so-called, I'm so busy life, I don't mess around with that. So the mammographers at TMC, that's another new word. You get laborists and And mammographers are top notch. Because of course, I've had my mammograms at at TMC. And I am so impressed with the professionalism and the skill of um, the, of those folks at TMC. And the, um, I know there's something about making you feel comfortable. It's just not fun. Yes. And you're, they do. You're naked and yeah. squished. Right. And, <laughs> and, it's, right. it's, and thinking about cancer, it's not the greatest day. No, and so, it it, you're, you're, you know, it's, it's something that a lot of women put off and we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. We have and, to prioritize you that feel kind comfortable. of test in our lives. For yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, for your husband, for whoever it is, go and do it. And, you know, you're hearing more and more about women getting breast cancer at age 43 and on and on and on. It's just happening younger. So we have to. And, of course, you know, Mrs. Green, it's environmental factors that are contributing to it. Dr. Murphy Darling here <laughs> weighing in on what causes breast cancer. But there is a lot of research coming out about plastics and the toxins in our food and our environment and all of those things that are accelerating the rate in the time of, of highly evolved science. Um, it's something everybody should pay attention to. Absolutely. It's, it's becoming undeniable that there's an environmental influence in the, in the rate of, of many of our so cancers true. and illnesses that are And occurring. doctors are saying it. Doctors are saying it. I mean, you should talk to vets about dogs. We're not going to, this is not a show about dog illness prevention, but it's everywhere. So take a look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about, do you have some general tips for women's health? Some overall, over, you know, here's the big umbrella. Think about this. One of them you said is self care, which could mean. You know, I just interviewed the head of the Sierra Club from Washington, D.C. Just before this interview, I I taped him, and he was talking about how important it is. And he said the same thing. We're all so busy. You know, he's married. He has small kids. They both work. Getting out in nature. I mean, that's not specifically a health tip, but in a way it is. Like, take care of yourself in a way that feeds your soul and nurtures you. So what kind of health tips from Mimi do we have? (laughs) You know, I I um I think the ones that we often put off as women are sleep. We oh my gosh, why did you bring that up? I'm, I, <laughs> sleep is for sissies. <laughs> sleep. Getting, Lots of articles this week about sleep deprivation and how it really short circuits us. Okay, I, I um think if we all paid attention to. How much are we getting? How much do we think is optimal for for us and our own metabolic rate? And worked on our our daily routines to help drive getting enough sleep. Start with a small goal. Half the nights of the week, I'm going to get enough sleep. And it is an important part of overall health and brain function. 
and mood. It helps with so many things. There's also a lot of literature about napping and how napping. I've heard that. Or maybe it was on one of the shows that we did with TMC, like taking a nap. I am living proof because I work, you know, I own my own business. Sometimes I leave at seven in the morning. I have a whole night planned and I'll come home about three o'clock and I say, you know what? I just have to quit for a minute. Siesta. So great. And just a half hour, I can just do it, relax and get up. And then I'm good for another, like what I call the second day. <laughs> it's, it's just a part of the afternoon and evening. You know, I'm not, uh, if the CEO is listening, I don't ever take naps, naps. at work. <laughs> <laughs> Judy, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. No, but you, knowing TMC, eventually you'll have nap rooms. I'm not kidding. Yeah. That's how TMC is. They'll say, this is good. Here's the quiet room. You can go in and take naps. And I'm, I'm not jesting when I say that. When the research is there, they'll find a way because they care about their employees a lot too. You know, what you're saying is interesting. And that would be my other tip for overall women's health. When you talk about paying attention to the environment, uh, my take on that is thinking about the environment that you're in most frequently, whether that's work or connected with a group that you volunteer with, and thinking about how that environment influences your health. As the chief nursing officer at TMC, I think about that in terms of workplace. My employees should feel, our employees at TMC should feel empowered. They should feel like information is transparent. They should feel um, supported. They should feel safe. And um, and so I pay a lot of attention to the environment that uh, our employees spend a significant portion of their life in. I think in terms of your overall health, you can it can you can really be influenced by the people you're spending a lot of time with if you have a lot of negative folks in your life that can that can do some damage it can really shut you down yes it can really shut you down yeah. and you bring up such a good point because most of our listeners work i mean most people work, work. so to have that thought whether you're an employer or an employee whether you own your own business Great question. What kind of work environment are you creating that can contribute to your employee's health? Good answers, Mimi Kumler, because that starts the, the, the pebble in the pond to wellness. And if you have a lot of people missing work and all of these maladies, maybe you, you want to take a look at what kind of working environment are you you know, allowing them or are you creating as the employer? I think mm -hmm. that's a really good point. And then I think what, I mean, I think there's some of the obvious. Another one that I think women in particular, this woman right now, is I know how important exercise is, but it's the first thing to go. I have not done, I call it orange roughy. I know that's not what it is. It's orange theory is all the rage, and I am going to try it. I swear I'm going to try it. But it's the rage here in, around the country. Um, it's, a, it's a hybrid, I think, of CrossFit and cardio. And I've heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, high-intensity interval training. You know, whether you are training for a marathon or you get out and, and walk based on what your capability is and your time uh, allowable, incorporating physical Do movement. Do something. Do something. If you're in a wheelchair, you can jump rope by swinging a jump rope from side to side, yeah. it, I yep. think. Um, but But it's... It's imperative that you pay attention to uh, your your physical exercise during Women's Health Month. And one of the things I think is 
there's something for everyone. And I love it when I walk. I love it when I have a walking buddy. And TMC even promotes that for their employees, exercise and wellness, getting out there, because that it begins from the inside out. And that carries over to me, good patient care. Yes. You mentioned earlier caring for the caregiver. And that is... And we have compensate whether you're an uncompensated caregiver, like a, a son or daughter of an right, aging right. parent, or you work in a hospital. My, I have a, a seven-year-old daughter, and she learned a curriculum at school that is, um, she has a little invisible bucket floating above her head. And if somebody does something not nice, um, a little water comes out of her bucket. But oh. if you do something kind or nice, you, she said, wow, you filled my bucket, mom. Wow. And so, so I think about wow. that. Wow, yes. We have to, as an employer, think about filling our caregivers' buckets. They have really hard jobs. They're connecting with people on some of the most vulnerable days of their lives. And then they're going to go home and be caregivers, be a part of their family. And so I think about that um, often. How? What are the things that we're doing to ensure that there's something left in your bucket? And um, What a great... And it's a great visual. I love that visual. It's like great. And if there's people taking stuff out of your bucket, that's a big thing yeah. too. It's yeah, really my daughter has shared with me that if I ask her to make her bed in the morning, that's that's that sort of is drilling taking a hole in her bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. I'll be putting it in in other ways, honey. Make your bed. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. I want to, is there anything else in the arena of wellness and prevention? I know, I mean, there's obvious, it's diet, exercise. I'm thrilled that you brought up sleep because it's not always on the curriculum, sleep. And I just read thing, this Dr. Mercola that I read, he's a big wellness doctor and, you know, alternative health, but he just did a big article, a new research on sleep deprivation, and we are sleep deprived, and it leads to a lot of problems. So that's a great takeaway for this show. Get enough sleep. Yep. Turn your devices off. That's what I have to do. I have to turn them off, and I have to read, and I have to start calming down because our brains are all overstimulated. If you ask me how many devices we're on, how many emails we get, something's always coming at us. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. Like, it's so we're true. We're overstimulated. Stimulated. It's so true. And so we sleep less because we're overstimulated. We do. So I want to ask Mimi Kumler here sitting with me. Wait, I, can I answer the, the, is there anything no, else? No, time's up. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, answer it. Absolutely. Establish a relationship with the primary care doctor that you Love it. trust. Love it. Whether that is an internal medicine doctor or a family practice doctor or an OBGYN or both. Hormones. Can it impact it. as as we age? Our hormones change a lot, and uh, obstetricians are really skilled at helping us sort that out. So I heard one woman say, "Hormones are where it's at." <laughs> so true. I mean, we are we live by them and die by them, and so do our families. Yes. <laughs> yes, it can't be overrated. But it's another thing that women have to deal with that that men don't have a frame of reference for. I mean, it's true. It's just, it's what makes us have babies and all those things. So, yeah, hormones are everything. <laughs> hormones are it. everything. That might be the hashtag for the show. Hormones are everything. <laughs> yes. And so, um, whether you want to talk about birth control options or you want to talk about, am I in menopause yet? 
or what's going to happen when I'm in menopause? How will I know? An obstetrician can help guide that conversation and, is and this develop normal? your plan of care. Like you can say, is this normal? Some of the, like you said, the signs for a heart attack are not typical, but for hormones, is this something that you expect because I'm this age or just knowing and not feeling like you're crazy and alone? Right. I think that's really important. So if we have time, because I have to do a shout out for all your social media sites, um, what, what, oh my gosh, in one minute, I know it's We've the been look, talking for it is the look of shock on the guests. I, I'm serious. It is, I'm going to call it, there's the hall of shame. Well, there's the look of shock on our guests, which means this was a good show, an engaging show, and we really got a lot covered. So in 30 seconds, can you tell us? What drew you to come and take this big position and impact so many's lives? What drew you to be the chief of nursing at TMC? I know it was a big decision for you. TMC is an organization that lives by their values, dedication, integrity, compassion, and community. Oh, I have goosebumps. I love it. And I want I wanted to be a part of it. And I love it, and I'm, I'm glad you're there. And believe me, they're glad you're there. When I was teasing Julia Strange about, oh, great, steal Mimi, she goes, we had her first anyway. She, You know, you can't ruffle Julia too easily. No. And, but it was like, it was, and I said, you're right, it's a really big job, and I'm thrilled about what's happening at the children's clinics, so thank you. I want to tell everybody, I just want to encourage everybody that listens, go to tmcaz.com, that's the website. In, get hooked up to... Tucson Medical Center Facebook page. Go to the core TMC on Facebook and Twitter um, has TMC AZ News. And it's if you care about your health and you want to stay in the know, go and that's an action step that you can take. And I get these little bulletins, know about what's going on at the um, at the core. Next week, Layla Salazar-Lopez, Amazon Watch, my friend Layla. She's going to give us an update on what's happening in the rainforest. And then Peter Dubrovny, who's from the Emerging 2030 District in Tucson. Come and find out what it is and why it's important. Make it a great green week. Mimi Kuhnler, keep on doing what you're doing. It was a thrill to have you here. It was fabulous to be here.